All right, so the question Drew and I get asked every single day is how do you start a podcast? When we were trying to get this podcast off the ground, we both had so many questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen to? And most importantly, how do we make money from our podcast? The answer is simple. Anchor. Anchor is your one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all people, it's 100% free and it's ridiculously easy to use. Even Drew can use it. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, guys, that's exactly what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and Drew and the whole diverse community of podcasters around the world that are already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. We can't wait to hear your podcast. On today's episode of the Follow Through with Clips and Drew, we cover everything from March Madness to Steph Curry turning 30 to Clay Thompson throwing his shoe in the crowd. The Spurs keep losing. The return of Brandon Jennings. Westbrook got 100 triple doubles already. Is Isaiah Thomas a bitch? And um, I think Simmons should be rookie of the year. On this edition of the Follow Through with Clips and Drew, Drew kicked that shit. Didn't mean to interrupt like Mount Vesuvius. I'm about due to erupt. Use it or I'm losing it. They say I need to loosen up. Tight, I'm well taught. I must do the max like us. I do have something to say. So you got to give it up. Give it up. You never heard something like this before. Like this before. Like this before. What up, podcast world? What's up, everybody? It is the follow through with Clips and Drew. Yep. We are on episode 25. 25. Drew, uh... The big 2-5. Give me, a, give me a 25, Drew. Who you got today? So 25, yeah. Not... If you can if you can think of one out there just off the top of your head. I couldn't. Bravo. I Because, couldn't. yeah. I had to go back a little ways to find some people. All the way back to Gail Goodrich. Oh, shit. Uh, Mark Price. Oh, shit! You remember Nick Anderson wore 25? Nick the Choke Anderson? Yeah, he was pretty good for a while, though. He people, was until he missed four free throws. For, yeah, that, from... that kind of ruined him, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Al Jefferson, big Al Jefferson. Okay. Steve Kerr wore number 25. Okay. Uh, ben Simmons right now, currently, in the NBA, wears number 25. And then Jerome Kersey. Remember Jerome Kersey? I, mean, I, I definitely remember big Jerome. But I think just due, due to your loyalty to the Clippers. Oh, you got a Clipper? Both Doc and Austin Rivers. Oh shit! How did I not get that? Have adorned number twenty-five oh, man, for their dude. entirety of their careers. Ah oh, shit! So is this the Austin Rivers or the Doc Rivers? I'm gonna let you choose. Uh, I'm gonna throw it back. We'll throw it back. This is Doc Rivers. This is a Doc. Like, yeah, I don't think Austin. I don't think Austin d- demands his own. Nah, that's cool. So it's a Doc Rivers podcast. Doc today. Rivers. Doc man, Rivers. that's what's up. There you go. It is March fifteenth, everybody. It is. It is the madness that is March. That yeah. they, they they call it that, right? Yeah. The, the first day of March Madness is underway. It's it's uh, in the afternoon here. We're watching Ohio State and South Dakota. We are watching. We we said we weren't going to be watching TV when we did a podcast because we get kind of distracted but it's march madness yeah dude i love march madness bro it's like my literally today and tomorrow are my two favorite days of the year for did, sports did you do a bracket oh, of course you probably did of course i did a bracket bro i did i think i did like three this year who uh who you got well before 
for all for all the people that follow this closely, they'll understand Virginia. They lost their sixth man and probably their most athletic player. So initially, I had Virginia going all the way, but at this point, due to all the matchups, I, I have Duke coming out um, as champions this year. Standard. Not really though. They're they're. I, I don't think everyone has Duke winning this year. I think a lot of people will have like Michigan State, uh, Villanova, Purdue is actually a pretty good, really good squad right now. So. It should be interesting. I'll probably be wrong. I'm always wrong on these things. <laughs> That's I, why there's always a, there's a billion dollar purse yeah, for somebody I, that gets it right. I just love it though. I mean, there's, was there an upset today though? Yeah, was, I mean, we just so just finished the big upset of the day so far is uh, Loyola of Chicago beating Miami as the first real upset of March Madness. So, yeah, I wonder how many people have Loyola of Chicago. Yeah, I don't, that was that. I wasn't on my radar. I had Miami winning that, um, but good for them. Do the big ups, man. This is what it's all about. These, the last time Loyola of Chicago was in the tournament was 1985. It was before I was born. This is the only time I like watching college basketball. You don't you don't like uh, college hoops that no, much, you, huh? No, we talked about this earlier, Drew. It's not that I don't like it. I just, you know, I'm an NBA guy. Like, I, it's, I like it's a it's an inferior product to the to NBA. To me, it is. Like, right. even watching some of these, like, I, I get it. Like, it's close games. I like players, you know? Like, sure. I follow the players that I like to see. But you were kind of shocked when I told you I don't I do not do a bracket. Yeah, I didn't I didn't think. I mean, I thought, because we both love the game so much. And for me, like, growing up, this was kind of it. I love, this is the, the thing for basketball. Like, more so even than, like, the NBA playoffs. I love this. See, I don't. I just, I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't fill out a bracket. I don't think I've ever filled out a bracket. That's before. so funny. I'm not, all my friends, like, yeah, dude, I'm on, I'm in six different fucking yeah. leagues. Like, <laughs> seriously? Like, I, I just, I just don't get it. I get, like, the fun of it. Right. Yeah. No, I, it's fun for sure. It is. And I, it's just never, never been my thing. That's dude. weird. Did you ever go to any of, like, the, any of the games? Cause I've, I used last to, year I went to the Final Four and that was awesome. You did. You were trashed the whole time. I barely mistaken. remember the first half of the, of the, of the national championship game. <laughs> you were on Patron, if I'm not mistaken. That's what you were on. Well, we got year. into the VIP section and it, it was a, uh, it was it was not a, it was open bar baby yeah. and uh that's what happened was that's, there wings though was there wings there wasn't the wings actually but there was i as soon as it's funny because like i we were all nervous about getting in for the tip to to see the tip off of the of the championship game last year between uh north carolina and gonzaga and uh i was so focused on getting to the nacho stand <laughs> that i think i missed the first minute and a half of the game um, i and, do remember this is funny i do remember yeah. texting you and it by by about Seven o'clock, we were going back and forth. You were making absolutely no sense no. whatsoever. No, and uh, you didn't. You bumped into somebody there. Yeah. So do. leaving that game, my uh, my family was with my family, my mom, my dad, my brother, and my brother and I. Like as soon as the 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 horn sounded for the game to be over, we wanted to make it to the sushi restaurant before it got crazy busy. It was out in Phoenix, and it you know it was a while. So we decided to jog it out of the stadium and try and beat the crowds and get in there, and so we could have like a. a you know, eat a lot quicker before everyone, all the masses hit. And as me and my brother are running outside of the stadium, uh, I literally ran into Devin Booker, like physically ran into him. He was, he was leaving the game. Um, and I was, I was coming around so quick. I didn't really see him. And then, uh, you know, as he gets closer, he, the dude's six, seven, like 200 and whatever pounds. Like I ran into him at a good pace and he just kind of caught me. <laughs> And like, didn't move at all. I thought for sure I was gonna knock into him a decent little bit, and I just got. It was funny because I I didn't have any time or wherewithal. It was actually such a surprise that it was him that when he caught me, I was like, "Oh shit, Devin Booker, man! Oh, dude, I'm a huge fan." And and and, and as I continued to run, all I heard from him was like, 
Oh, thanks, bro. <laughs> this dude has like the deepest voice I've ever heard in my life, even lower than Luke Walton's. Um, so that was fun, though. I got to the sushi restaurant. We were the first table there, so <laughs> good it job. Worked, it worked out. So March Madness. I mean, I, we're not we're not an NCAA podcast, so I don't know how much we're going to be talking about this. And you can hear it in my voice how I'm really not that <laughs> Well, here's what I'll say. Just one thing. I think Arizona has a good shot at it this year. Uh, the big matchup will be against Virginia, and I'm rooting for them. When uh, is that? When, when would that happen? That, I think that would be in, like, the Sweet 16 if they met. Okay. Um, and I think if they win that, there's a good shot that they can make it all the way to the title game. Um, I honestly, in my bracket, I have Arizona losing to Duke. So we'll see. Hopefully I'm wrong. For all the Arizona fans out there. So there's not much going on in the NBA right now. A lot of players are getting hurt. Yeah. Uh, we'll get into that in a minute. But one thing that we did, I, I'm a little surprised we weren't invited to Steph Curry's 30th. Yeah, you know, it's because we, I mean, I moved recently. I'm sure my invite went That's, to my old, yeah. old address. That was what it was. <laughs> but yeah, dude, Steph's 30 years old, 30. man. That's a big number for him because that's it's obviously the number that he wears on his jersey. It's a, a incorporated into his logo with um, Under Armour. And it's just a big one in general because that's a big that's a big age for anyone, let alone a professional athlete. Who looks 12. He doesn't look 30 years old, man. It's, it's very easy. We talked about this, I think, either last episode or the episode before, how he doesn't look like he's 30 years old. And he looks like he's the same age or younger than Kyrie Irving, who's 25. So. Right. It's uh, ages, ages creeping up on him, and he just rolled his ankle again. For the seventeenth, this is his seventeenth injury. Drew. That sounds like a made-up number. No, it's seventeen. He's he's hurt his ankle seventeen times since being in the NBA. Like that. Wow. Is, I'm not bullshitting. You thought I was joking? I well, I thought that was just like a you're just like oh, seventeenth. No. You know what I mean? Like no, the legit, legit seventeenth time. I mean, even coming, you know why he dropped in the draft was because he, he yeah. had fragile ankles. Yeah, yeah, this is something yeah. that's been. Been, uh, That's why his first con- renewed contract was was, was so low. Was pretty I think it was weak. Like Thirty million dollars. It was pretty weak. Yeah. He was the the something like the fourth or fifth high, highest paid player on, on like up until this year. last yeah up until his last contract. And you know whose ankles didn't look hurt was uh, we we got we got to see China Clay again at the party. <laughs> oh my god! Hey, yeah. So yeah, back to the party. That party looked pretty lit. Steph showed up on a yacht. Yeah, tough life. Rode in on a yacht. Tough uh, and I guess E40 was there. Looked like it. And then all of a sudden, it just turned into the starting five for the Warriors on stage dancing with like Steve Kerr and Mike Brown. Dude, Clay Thompson, for whatever reason. I love Clay Thompson. I, China Clay is great. China Clay is the Part, best. Party Clay looks like a really fun fucking guy. He does, yeah. Who, who takes their shoe off in the middle of dancing and throwing it into... That's what he did. You're kidding me. He took his... I, I, I don't know if I saw that. I just saw him acting a fool on the dance floor. I he didn't took see his shoe off and then threw it into the crowd. <laughs> I want to know what Clay was drinking, though, because they look like... I mean, it looked like... that he, would I, Knowing Clay's drink of choice would be very interesting. We got to find that out. It's definitely not Gatorade. Remember that? Remember it's not Gatorade. It's body it's, armor. It's definitely body armor. Shout out to body armor. It, it takes is, care yeah, of us that, as that's, well. That's true. That's true. Um, but let's stay on the Warriors here for yeah, a second. The, well, so after after Steph's ankle, we found out recently that Clay broke his thumb. And uh, the, the they're the wounded Warriors at this point. <laughs> the fact that they've been to three straight finals in a row is starting to catch up with them, I think. And then, of course, you just have like like weird accidents like Steph rolling his ankle after being fouled mm-hmm. kind of after the play. And then this broken thumb with Clay. It's on his shooting hand. Mm-hmm. That's not good. Um, and, you know, they, they only say that he's out for two weeks. But when it comes to, like, small bones and thumbs and things like that, man, that, that could easily turn into two months. I know it's different, but I remember it was it was last year when, when, when Chris Paul 
uh, broke his or tore his ligament in his thumb. It was right. like last year or the year before. Sure. And that turned into a long time. And I think exactly. a ligament and a break are two different things. They are. Um, but again, like this is definitely not the time you want to be injured. No. And even with the Warriors down, what, five, it's something like five or seven players are out injured. They have right a now. lot of injured it's players. It's at least five. Yeah. Um, this is not the time you want to be injured. But no. even with five players missing, they're still, they're yeah. still the, you know, one of the top teams in the league. Yeah. They just beat the Lakers last night pretty easily. But you don't want to, again, you don't want to be, I mean, the playoffs are a month away, dude. Mm-hmm. Like we're one month they're away around from the, the playoffs. Yeah. Um, you don't want to be going into these playoffs fragile or injured, especially if you're going to be seeing, you know, if, 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 Golden State holds down that second spot. Um, if the playoffs started today, it'd be Clippers, Golden State. Um, yep. Which I think, you know, Golden State definitely probably winning that match. But again, it's not a team you want to, you know, you really want to fart around with. No, and especially like like you're saying with with injuries, like the Warriors, what they what they had to sacrifice in keeping all of their big name players is this bench, right? And right now, the 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 best bench players. Are injured right now. I think I think Iggy's injured. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure Jordan Bell is still injured. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you have a weak bench because we're going to assume that their starting five will be fine by the playoffs. But crucial moments in the playoffs have come down to some sometimes for the Warriors has been the way that their second unit performs better than the other team's second unit. And uh, that's that's something that they need to really uh, try and shore up before these playoffs start. Yeah, because uh, Houston looks. Like healthy as healthy as hell, they do, and they they're definitely the best team in the NBA. And I would say that there's there's probably a strong case that their bench is a better bench mm-hmm. than Warriors this year, which is like the first time in four years that that any team can say that. I think. And again, uh, you know, James Harden hasn't done shit in the playoffs. CP3 hasn't done shit in the playoffs. I'm not completely sold on them, and I'm obviously still bitter with Chris Paul. So I don't, <laughs> yeah. I really don't want to see him do right. well in the playoffs. Right. Um. But you know, we'll we'll see what happens with that. What what's concerning to me. Or not even concerning because I really don't care. But what's <laughs> what's impressive to me is that from our last podcast or like two podcasts ago, uh-huh. we're talking about San Antonio Spurs without without uh, Kawhi. No Kawhi. They were in third, and now they've dropped to tenth today. Is it tenth or is it? I, they're in ninth, I believe. They're in right ninth now. place, and those six through through ten right now are only separated by like three games, right? Yeah, so it really, it, it goes all the way from the three seed. So like you have the Houston and Golden State, uh, Golden State's a uh, game and a half behind Houston. And then in Portland's in third, they're 12 games back. And then from fourth, Oklahoma City, fifth, New Orleans, sixth, Minnesota, seven, Clippers, eight, Utah, all Denver's the way, all the way to nine <clears throat> and 10, San Antonio and Denver, there's only four and a half games between all those teams. And uh, it's Don't from think- from the seven and eight seed. They're all just one game back, or or exactly even. So and from from what I from what I read, uh, San Antonio definitely does not have a easy schedule from here on out. Like I think it's all based on who you're who you're going to be yeah, seeing right. the next. I think it's fourteen games or, or twelve games or yeah. whatever that is. Yeah. Um, and I think if the if the math is right, I think forty six wins is the is the number. That's the magic the number. Yeah, I think that's what it is. And depending on you know, every game from right now counts. I mean, yeah. every game, the whole season counts. And this is why, you know, in the beginning of the year when a ref misses a call or a player misses a fucking free throw to lose a game, those games matter right yeah. now. No, totally. You know, when it comes down to that 7-8 spot. Absolutely. Um, but if Kawhi comes back, say say San Antonio gets that 8th spot, uh-huh. um, 
That's a tough matchup for Houston. If Kawhi comes back. Correct. You know, no yeah, Kawhi. So he, he was supposed to be back tonight, <clears throat> um, and then they postponed that again for whatever reason. I'm not sure, but they just announced that he's not going to be playing tonight. Um, so the saga with the injury saga with him continues. And if he's not on the floor, then the Spurs aren't really in contention. I think we agree on that. But if he's on the floor and they, and they are that eight or seven seed, that's going to be a tough matchup for either, uh, Golden State or, um, Houston right out the gate. And there's these young, these young ass teams. You were saying four, five, and look, even three, four, five, six. Yeah. You know, you're looking at Portland and, and young Minnesota and young, uh, New Orleans, mm-hmm. you know, and, and Anthony Davis is playing his ass off. Yeah, right man. Now. He's, he's on another level right you now. You and I both said that we don't, without Boogie, we don't see them making the playoffs. And he's just carried that fucking team. Yeah. The whole way through. He just said, put him on, put him on my back. And Drew, Holl- Drew Holiday is also doing a really good job mm-hmm. this year. But, I mean, Ant Davis is doing like 35 and 12 like every night, it seems like. It's crazy. It's insane. Yeah. It's insane. And, and what's going on in the East? Um, in the East, you have Toronto starting to pull away now. Mm-hmm. They're a, a whole four and a half games uh, in front of Boston, who still has a, a, a pretty good lock on the second seed. They're six games in front of Indiana. But Indiana is a three seed, and they just took over the three seed from Cleveland, who is still struggling to find their rhythm with that whole new, essentially that whole new team. Um, and then you have Washington, who's about to get John Wall back here in a little bit. They're saying that he's starting to practice, so he'll probably at least try and get into game shape before the season's up. They don't scare me, though. They don't scare me at all for whatever reason it is. Really? Yeah, Washington doesn't scare me. They, they scare me in the beginning. I mean, they scare me in the beginning. I think people need to realize how good fucking Toronto is. Toronto's like, good. They don't get enough pub. People don't talk about them enough. Yeah. Um, but... You got and you got to watch out for LeBron. I don't give a fuck what they say about yeah. you know them not not gelling or whatnot. LeBron is is LeBron. He's still the king. I would say that the East is wide fucking open though. Mm-hmm. Like as much confidence as you can have in Toronto, like they could very easily lose a series to Boston or Cleveland or Washington or something like that. It, that could happen. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they're they're a good team, but they haven't gone anywhere, and that experience kicks in. If they were to come down to like the second round matchup, if it ended right now, it would be either Cleveland or Washington. And that would be a hell of a series for Toronto to go through in the second round of the playoffs. If the playoffs started today, who would who would uh, Toronto have? Uh, right now, they would have Miami. They'd have Miami. And then in the second round, they would have either Cleveland or Washington. Interesting. And I think that, oh my, I would love to see Cleveland Washington in the first round of the playoffs uh, of the East. That would be a hell of a series. I really want to see Milwaukee do something. They're in seventh round. Um, and I want to talk about. Them signing Brandon Jennings because I think this was this was an interesting pickup. Let's get into that. Definitely. All right, let's take a second to talk about one of our best sponsors, Gold Net Basketball. Gold Net Basketball. You have seen the hats, you've seen the shirts, you've seen the arm sleeves, you've seen Clips and Drew rocking it at all times. Now it's your turn. It's your time to go get whatever you'd like from Gold Net Basketball. Go to goldnetbasketball.com/backslash/shop. Use our code Clips and Drew. Clips and Drew. You get 15% off plus free shipping. It's the Gold Net Standard. Head on over there. Goldnetbasketball.com backslash shop. Type in Clips and Drew. Clips and Drew. Tell them we sent you. We're back, everybody. Yep. It's the follow-through with Clips and Drew. Mm-hmm. The Doc Rivers podcast, <laughs> episode 25. Ben Uh We touched on it in the first segment, Drew, but I found it really interesting and really cool because he's one of my favorite players. Uh, the Bucks signed 
Brandon Jennings, Brandon to, Jennings to a contract. His return to the NBA. Well, his return to the same team that drafted him too. Yeah. Um, and his it looked like he didn't even miss a step. He's been playing over in China for you know the past two years. If I'm not mistaken. No, no, he was on year. the Knicks last year. Was he? It was most most of this season he was in China. Okay, so this season he's been over. He, he just stepped onto the court and damn near triple double. Yeah, man, that was a nice performance for him. His first game back, he, they gave him 24 minutes right out the gate, which is strange. Well, I think it was Phoenix too who they played. It was Phoenix Memphis. It was it Memphis. It was okay. Memphis. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it was horrible. They've dropped 18 in a row. Memphis is god awful like, this what year. What the fuck happened to them? Well, I guess that's. That's good for Conley, right? Because he's looking at himself being like, this is why they paid me all that money is because if I'm out there, things would change. But Because uh, he's been injured the whole year. He's been, again. I know. He's always injured. I don't know if he's played since he how signed does, that deal. How do you – dude, agent of the year goes to Mike Conley's agent. His dad. Is oh, his it's Pops. Yeah. That's right. It is Pops. Um, and so, But back to Brandon Jennings. Mm. He played 24 minutes. Uh, he scored 16 points, had 12 assists, and 8 rebounds. <laughs> I mean, that's in, that's really, really solid. It's a beast um, of a game. So, yeah, welcome back to him, dude. It's good to see him. The second game, they didn't get much run. He only got nine nine minutes in. but Yeah, but this is interesting. If you sign him for the rest of the year, Drew, and you you have a healthy Brandon Jennings backing up Eric Bledsoe, I mean, that's some scoring off the bench. That's yeah. some heat off the bench. Definitely. Um, something that Milwaukee can use. And I really think that they might shock some people, dude. I think Milwaukee might shock some people in the East. They could. Can you imagine if it's Toronto-Milwaukee playing in the Eastern Conference Finals? So that that honest, I mean, the way that it's working right now, where the where the standings are, Milwaukee's in seventh. Mm-hmm. So, and they're only a half game in front of Miami. So that could feasibly be a first round matchup. Oh shit! It could be Milwaukee drops to the eight seed and Toronto stays in first, and then that's what we get. In, that in is the series one. I want to watch. Yeah. Like, that will be the one I want to watch. I agree. I agree. That would be a hell of a series. Um, but we're happy to see you back, BJ. Uh, hopefully, hopefully you get signed for the rest of the year. But I find it a little odd, and I don't know if it was because of his own his own preference and whatnot. Like, why hasn't he really worked out in the NBA? Like, he had Brandon. a strong, yeah, he had yeah. a very strong uh, rookie season. Um, kind of been tossed around a little bit. Uh, didn't really fit in in New York. He didn't fit in with the. I think he was with the Pistons for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he's playing in China and getting off in China too. Like. Well, yeah, as you would expect. He's a scorer, right? I think. I think the thing that happened to him for a, kind of like a crucial season was he didn't. He didn't shoot the ball well. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that's what happened one of those years. Maybe it was his last year in Detroit, and he just kind of just wasn't shooting a high percentage and 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 the normal, you know, fifteen to twenty points that he was dropping wasn't falling the way that that he hoped it would so and then obviously you know shooters go through phases and maybe it was uh, some mental stuff but it seems like he's got it all figured out and he, he's playing with a lot of confidence um and i i'm i agree i think milwaukee has got themselves a nice little utility player right there that can bring some scoring with the second unit agreed um and since he almost triple doubled, I want to talk about a triple double really fast because our boy, hey, Mr. Uh, triple Double, Brody, our boy Brody, yeah, uh, hit his hundredth, hundred, hundredth triple double, the century double. mark for his career, hundred and triple doubles. Um, that's Im- that's impressive, dude. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's just fucking impressive. Yeah, it um, is. I mean, on the li- I mean, how many players have a hundred triple doubles in their career? Oscars has 181. Okay. So he's one. Magic is two with one thirty eight. Jason is three with one oh seven, and then Russ is four with a hundred. Interesting. Yeah. Is LeBron on that list? He doesn't have a hundred. Seriously. Yeah. Hmm. Well, my mind's blown right now. Um, it's crazy that 
if you think about that, I mean, Russ is a point guard. Oscar's a point guard. Magic was a point guard. Jason Kidd's a point guard. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Point guards who can rebound. Yes. You know? And Jason Kidd's definitely one of the most underrated players of all time. Um, cause he wasn't that big, but to be getting that many triple doubles, he was a, a really good rebounding point guard. Yeah. Um, Interesting story I heard today though about point cards and rebounding. Listen to this, Drew. Okay. So I'm listening, I'm watching uh, Gilbert Arenas's Out of Bounds show, which is really dope. If you guys haven't watched it, you guys should peep it out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a little pissed off they took off the porn star Mia Khalifa. Mia. She, she was fun to look at, but she's not on there no more. She's not on there anymore. Oh man. It's just three dudes. I only know Gilbert, and Gilbert is so fucking unfiltered. It's great. You know, he's always been like that. But he said. You know, he was a really good rebounding point guard, but he said his rookie year, he was getting boards like seven, eight, ten a game. Yeah. Um, and then it was like, you know, midway, not midway through, but in the beginning of the season, like it was one game in particular where, um, he was, he, he had like five or six rebounds in the first quarter and he gets a rebound. He didn't name the player on his team, but mm-hmm. he gets a rebound. And his own player pushes him out of bounds and basically tells Gilbert, look, I'm paid to get rebounds here. If you start getting the rebounds, they don't, there's, there's not going to be a need for me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Try to protect his paycheck. Right. Exactly. That's and if you so think, funny. if you think about it that way, like if you're a big man, if you're like uh, who, who's uh, if you're Stephen Adams, yeah. your point guard's getting more rebounds than you a game. Yeah, uh, I mean you would be a little a little upset. Yeah, like think about and I think and, that them, well no I guess maybe not Adams but that's what happened uh, on OKC last year and even this year I think Westbrook's got to be the second best rebounder on the team. We'll put it and, and Stephen Adams is, is an offensive threat as well. But let's sure. go, like go back to the Eric Dampierre. I'm, I'm thinking about Indiana Pacers right now. If you go back to the late nineties and you're a Dale Davis or an Antonio Davis, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, who your sole purpose is to be the fucking rebounders right. on the team. And if, if Reggie Miller's getting 11 rebounds yeah. a game, no, no, no. there's no need for yeah. you. One of you getting, one of you getting <laughs> cut. One of them getting cut. Yeah. So I thought that was a really, a really interesting story. Um, that is interesting, right? So, well, here's I have a question though. Mm-hmm. So, Westbrook, it took him like over 700 games, and what is he like? Third, 28, 29 now, Westbrook, around there. Yeah. Do you think he'll break Oscar Robertson's one eighty one? If he needs eighty one more, and Russ has ten more years playing, yes. I don't, at, the, at the rate, do you think he has ten more years? Though I guess is the question. Uh, play, oh, sorry. If he's twenty eight, he ain't playing at yeah, thirty eight. I don't think so level. either. And yeah, because he plays like fucking one hundred percent all the time. He's not slowing down. What I'm what I'm concerned about is Russ and uh, you know Vince Carter kind of had this thing where you're playing so hard all the mm. fucking time. Even Blake, you know what I mean? Like sure. you, you're going so hard all the Sometimes time. You might get injured. And it, we, we say that. I mean, but then when you look at LeBron and like the, the dude's never injured, right? Uh, it's obvious Russ takes care of his body. But I think he can get 81 more. I think he'll get it. I think, I think he'll flirt with 200. I think when it's all said and done, especially at this clip, like, yeah, granted it took him 700 whatever games to get to 100. But for those first seven seasons, eight seasons, whatever he played with Kevin Durant, second fiddle. That's, but that's, that's also Durant averaging seven to eight rebounds mm-hmm. a game that, that Ibaka getting 12 13. and all that stuff. So, and, and, and last year he got, he got a, whatever is it like 40. 43, 44 in one year alone. Yeah. I don't say he'll reproduce that every year, but I'm thinking he'll probably get close to 20 every year for the next five, right? And that puts him at 200 right there. 20 triple doubles a year. So I think I think he might flirt with 200. That'd be I mean that'd be a great that'd be a great record to have though. Yeah, I I I, I have no problem thinking that he's gonna beat at least beat uh, Oscar, unless of course you know injury happens or whatever whatever things can go wrong. Um, but someone else got a triple double too. Um, 
Ben Simmons oh, said, said a, a similar kind of thing, uh, except that he only has seven triple-doubles. But for a rookie... That that ties uh, the highest total since Magic Johnson's rookie season of seven. And then, of course, Oscar, I think, had like 26 or something like that. So Oscar, right off the bat, was a triple-double waiting did, to happen. Did I say the interesting Ben Simmons fact on the last podcast? Yeah. The, I did? The, the, the long ball, the fact that he doesn't shoot threes. He shot one three since high school. Yeah. That is just did you Did you do the research and see if he made that? I did not do the research. I didn't do it either. Um, you shot one. Right. It would just you be know, interesting. He, like, maybe he's 100%. Is he shooting 100% yeah, the Yeah, we don't know. Line? We don't know. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, he, so he got his seventh triple-double uh, of his rookie year, uh, tying Magic Johnson as the highest total, uh, or the, the second highest total. I think it's possible that he gets to eight before the season's over, Could too. Happen. There's, there's still quite a few games Here's left. the question for you, Drew. Yeah. Is... The, this rookie class right now, which is the talent, the pool is fucking amazing. Yeah. Um, One of the greatest rookie classes I can remember in a it, long time. You can make an argument for, I want to know your rookie of the year pick. I mean, we're going to, yeah. Ben Simmons, uh, Spider Mitchell, and then even Tatum's playing really, really good in Boston. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's down to, uh, Simmons and, Simmons Mitchell. and Mitchell. Yeah. Um, with, I won't be, I, to me, it's obvious that Ben Simmons should be rookie of the year. You, do you agree? Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think so. Um, obviously, uh, it's a, it's a tight one. Yeah. I don't think it's clear cut, but because number one, that Ben Simmons, uh, is, has all these triple doubles is something that, you know, no one has done in almost 40 years. And then the team that he's playing with is actually playing quite well and they're in the playoffs, right? So Utah's just barely made the eight seed and Spider Mitchell's pretty much putting them on his back and leading them in a scoring wise. But he also has like a defensive, the player, defensive player of the year candidate and Gobert. Mm-hmm. And he has a, a, a decent squad around him. It's not the same caliber as talent as you might think, uh, that Philadelphia has. But for all that being said, I think Simmons is showing himself to be a, a tremendous player as is Mitchell. But you can't deny the the triple doubles, man, and his and his constant impact on the success of Philly. Uh, I I think for sure my my rookie of the year has been Simmons. Yeah, but I'm 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 really intrigued to see how he plays in the playoffs because his poise yeah. poise is a strong word, and he has that. He seems to have that. Yeah, he has poise. A lot of players don't have that. He seems very in control. He seems very very mature. Mm-hmm. We're gonna see what he's made out of. Come playoff. We're going to see what that whole team is made of. Cause yeah. I think a lot of people are really excited to see Philly. Yeah. We want to see what Embiid's going to do. You know, what is JJ going to do in the playoffs? Right. Like, is he, he, he's a big key to that team. Yeah. You know, is, is Fultz coming back? Is he going to be playing in the playoffs? We have no idea. His yeah. workouts look really good. But besides Ben Simmons, back to Spider Mitchell, like, He's the most impressive rookie to me, just as far from a score from scoring wise, and and kind of perspective on like nobody saw this coming really for no. him. Everyone thought that he was going to be a talented player, but mm-hmm. no one really saw him kind of filling the void that Hayward left uh, in a scoring capacity. And it's been really impressive. He's um, gotten better all yeah. year. Yeah. Like I'm seeing his range is ridiculous. He reminds me a lot of Dame Lillard, dude. Like sure, like like. Good Dame Lillard, not rookie Dame Lillard. That was really good as well. Right. Like just Donovan looks like he's supposed to be there, and mm-hmm. he looks like he is going to this class right here. The Ben Simmons, the Mitchells, the Tatum's, the the Embiid's. Like these guys are going to be the next crop. I see Mitchell being yeah. a 
bona fide scorer, especially on this Utah team. I don't yeah. see why he can't average 26 to 30 points a game when he really wants to. Yeah. Give him another fucking player. Give him a a, a, a Ben Simmons on the squad. You right. give him a, a chip. Name it, dude. Yeah. Uh, well, that's something that Utah clearly is going to be excited about moving forward. Like, they, there's no way they could have predicted that this happened. No, right? and I think they people- they I think the entire like state of Utah was devastated when Hayward decided to leave. And then they got Rubio in a, in a, in a last ditch effort to try and keep Hayward here. Like, look, we have Rubio now. And with the, with the stifle tower, you guys can do stuff. And Joe Johnson. And now it's like, oh, dude, you know what? Rubio's pretty good, but this, this kid, Mitchell. Is the real deal. He, he's their franchise, seemingly could be their franchise player for the next 10 years. And he might make, he might put Utah back on the map as far as destination places to play. You know, it's pretty obvious they have great fans there. Yeah. Um, he's, he's going to be the man that's going to be his team. It's mm-hmm. obvious, it's his team right now. Like he is the 20 year old yeah, leader on seem, this team. It seems that way, man. Um, so I'm, I'm, I would like to see them in the playoffs too. I'd like to see them get So that yeah, right spot. now, like I said, right now, Utah is in eighth, but they're tied with, uh, San Antonio for the same exact record. So it could be kind of a flip of a coin. Uh, you probably have, if you're a betting person, you probably bet that the Spurs turn this around a little bit towards the end of the year and try and make their way to the yeah, playoffs. Yeah, but even back to the Spurs, Drew, like, so say they turn it around. So you say Kawhi comes back and plays the last, Six, seven games, yeah. eight games. I mean, is still is that the Kawhi you're gonna want? I mean, is Kawhi gonna be Kawhi? Right. You haven't played in a fucking in, in almost, months. Yeah, it's it's been almost a year. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I mean that's a valid point. Um, but I do think, I mean, if you had to choose between those two teams right now, which one would you put money on making the playoffs? If it's just a race between those two U- teams, Utah and, and San Antonio. Yeah, I'm going with Utah, dude. You think so? I'm going with Utah. I mean, either. If I'm the Spurs right now, and it's kind of like the conversation we had about the Clippers, like even with Blake Griffin, we're not winning a fucking title this year. You know what I mean? Yeah. So even with Kawhi Leonard, I don't think you're winning. You're you're even competing for the title compared to Houston and Golden State. Correct. And even the the Torontos and and the Clevelands and the Bostons and all that shit. So if I... And if I'm Kawhi, do I really want to come back and play the rest of the year after being fucked over by the medical staff and having, you know, this riff back and forth with, uh, with the front office and whatnot? Like if, just like they, Boston had told Hayward, like, as much as you want to play, we're shutting your shit down. Yeah. You know, and maybe they should shut Kawhi down and then really, really figure out where he's going to be on this team because it's obvious that this is man who's probably last year you know Tony Parker might be done yeah um are they going to build this team around Kawhi which they should they pay, should pay the fucking man the money he wants but yeah. if he's not happy you know yeah I don't I still don't know we don't know enough about that situation right it's, That's it's, why San Antonio is such a great organization exactly. though yeah they don't let this shit get out mm-hmm and we don't even know if there is major hostility at all. Exactly. There could be. It could this be is just, just conjecture. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So I mean, we have a lot to see from this team. Yeah. I here's what I think is I think even without Kawhi, I think Popovich doesn't have it in him to not at least try mm-hmm. to win as, as many games as pop- possible. Popable. Popable. <laughs> and uh, they do. They. I mean, they. Still- Anything is popable. Yeah. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> They still have LaMarcus Aldridge, who's actually playing pretty well this year in consideration of what he did last year. So I, I just think that they'll figure I put I would put my money on San Antonio to make the eight seed over Utah. Okay, now put okay, now going with that, say they make that eight seed and they get Houston first round. Yeah. Like, do you see them 
do you see them potentially knocking off if they're all healthy? You get Kawhi. I think Lamarcus yes. is out right now too. If I, I uh, he might be. He I don't might. Know. He, if you get a healthy San Antonio squad mm-hmm. who has literally been there before every year, they've been in the playoffs. That's since a terrifying, it's a terrifying matchup for Houston. Right, for Houston, 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 the Houston, the Rockets. I got all my accents are coming out right now. <laughs> um, I would be a great matchup, right? I would love to see that first I would round. Too, San, I don't think Houston wants to see that at all. No, I think they'd Houston, much rather see Utah. Go give me, yeah, let me see Utah. <laughs> That's what they want. All right, we're back. Yep. It's the follow through podcast. Doc Rivers edition. <laughs> I don't want to talk too much about the Clippers, but I do want to talk about the Lakers right now. The funny thing I want to talk about is uh, Isaiah Thomas and or little Isaiah Thomas and Julius Randle getting into a heated match on the bench. Dude, all right, yeah, a so, heated exchange. Yeah, excuse me. This is like the third or fourth game that I can remember Isaiah kind of getting into it with some of his Laker teammates. Let me ask you this question: Being a Laker fan, yeah, is Isaiah Thomas is he an asshole? I mean. This is the vibe I'm getting, Drew. Dude, he's clearly kind of a punk. He, he seems like a little bitch at times. <laughs> he does, like, I don't, right? I don't know what it's. It's hard to tell what the arguments about. I know the like there was one with with uh, Kuzma, and I think a lot of it <laughs> centers around defensive assignments, missed assignments by Isaiah. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Where he's like, where he should be switching a screen and then and stays with his man, and then someone gets a wide open dunk, um, and things things like that, spacing and. Probably just just general effort <laughs> on the defensive end of the right. floor, because uh, Isaiah is not used to giving that effort uh, a lot of the time. But dude, obviously he he's coming in there. It seems that this way, like that he thinks he's the guy. He thinks he's the superstar, the best player on the team, and that's a cool mentality for him to have. But along with that, you gotta <laughs> you gotta kind of. I don't know. Tone it down a little bit. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. But well, it seems you're not, like put the, put it this way, dude. You're not Michael or LeBron. Exactly. Or you're not like the the guy. Dog. He's not even Isaiah Thomas Kobe. of last year. Right. He's not even that same caliber of player right now. And Drew, so. think about this. Think about this, bro. We had the beef at the beginning of the year with, over over should Isaiah get uh, uh, a fucking uh, tribute the tribute, tribute at Boston. They made a big stink of it, and mm-hmm. Isaiah had some comments to say about that. Mm-hmm. Then we go over to Cleveland, where there's some issues in the locker room because he's calling out Kevin Love and shit like that, which yeah. pissed off a lot of people too. Yeah, out of um, nowhere, he's I, been there for fucking two weeks, <laughs> and he's calling out Kevin Love. Like, and okay. now you're getting on scraps in the bench with dudes that can literally pound your fucking little ass like a nail. <laughs> Julius Randall. Randall's not Randall. Dude, would manhandle this guy. He would look like the statue of Adonis throwing the javelin, and the javelin is Isaiah Thomas into the crowd. We want to get you. We want to get our listeners' feedback. Do you think that Isaiah Thomas is a little bitch? Is that what it is, or do you think he has Napoleon complex? Like, is he, we can he, assume that he has a Napoleon complex just because he's he is who he is, and he made it to the NBA, right? Being that small, so and sometimes that can be a good thing. Um, like, I think Nate Robinson has a little bit of that in him, definitely. Uh, but I think for the small guys to make it to the NBA, you got to have some of that, you know, chip on your shoulder type of shit. And yeah, I, but chip on your shoulder and being an exa- asshole is two totally I, different. Things. I agree. I agree. But I think that. <laughs> at least at this point, Isaiah's going to have to start playing some defense before he gets in these conversations about either having the ball more, playing more minutes, uh, whatever it is. And clearly, he's not getting along with a lot of players. No, and, and you said the stat yourself, dude. The, yeah. the, the worst defender in the past 20 years. Yeah. 
And especially, Drew, again, he's trying to get this contract money. Yep. This is not a good look. It's not a good look. Arguing with the new teammates again. He reminds me a little bit of, uh, they went through this with Rondo, and Rondo definitely still has that. Rondo, yeah. You know what I mean? Rondo's got a little bit of an attitude. But I'm even taking Rondo over Isaiah Thomas as a leader, as a dude that I'm going to listen to. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it took Rondo Rondo a while to have this kind of, like, fuck you attitude, Mm -hmm. like, I'm the shit. Mm -hmm. Like, he he won a championship, and then I think he kind of got that way, and kind of deservedly so. He was probably the best passer in the NBA for a a couple years there. Couldn't shoot a fucking lick, though. Still can't. Still can't shoot. Still can't shoot, shoot a lick. Still can't shoot a lick. Uh, interesting side note is Ray Allen's book just came out this week, and supposedly oh. we got a lot of juicy shit in there, bro. About the Celtics? Just about, about KG the, their and big Paul three. Pierce. Yeah, I mean, uh, there was a lot of shade thrown when, when, uh, yeah, when, when they he retired. Left. Yeah. When they retired Paul Pierce's number and, 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 and the big, he wasn't there. Yeah, he, was he was golfing. Uh, I, so it's a book I want to fucking read. Interesting. You know? Good for it, it, Jesus. Shuttlesworth. <laughs> Good for Jesus. I do. I, I love Ray Allen. Um, I honestly, I think he's probably, he was probably the very first shooter that I saw coming up that was like, dude, I kind of, I want to shoot like that. I wanted to look, I want my the form prettiest shot of to all look time. like that. It's the prettiest shot of all time. It's gorgeous. Uh, I think Clay in It's my, not like Lonzo. I mean, in, it's close to Lonzo. <laughs> hey, speaking, hey, we, hold on a second. Lonzo's found his range. He has. And that, so that's a nice correlation right there. It only took him from Ray 60, Allen, 68 games. Hey, hey I, dude, it could have taken him 200 games. Right. I still would have stuck with him, man. He's playing really well right now. Uh, but back to what I'm saying, I think Clay now has has in my mind the the prettiest jump shot I've really? ever seen. Really, better than Ray Allen? I think so. The prettiest looking jump shot? Yes. Really? Yeah, I, I think disagree. so. I, I think it's just aesthetically, it's like everything you want. I mean, I, I guess Ray. I think Ray had a little bit more athleticism in his jumper in his early days. He would really he would really elevate, and then that his I guess his uh, elbow to shoulder positioning was phenomenal. <laughs> But Clay's, dude, it's about as fast as it gets, and it's got it's to the book. I'm not saying it ain't pretty. No, no, I hear you. But back to athleticism, Drew, because I have a question for you. Okay. We are at March 15th. Oh, shit. <laughs> We're at March 15th. Yeah. You have 15 days. I got 15 days, man. To to do what you set out to do mm-hmm. two months ago, which was... 45 days ago. Was it 45 days ago? Oh, it was a, well, we'll say 60 days. Okay. Sounds about right. So 45 days ago, we made a bet that Drew's going to dunk two-handed yeah. on March 30th. Yep. Um, and I want I wanted to know about your progress. People want to know about your progress. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's good. I still I'm, I'm, I still have both my legs. Um, I haven't injured anything in the 60 days, which was probably... There was a, probably a good 25% chance of, of me just injuring myself. During walking. the course, of, yeah, we're playing hoops or whatever. I, to be honest, I don't know. I, I, I played on Monday and I didn't try it. Uh, there was too many people in the gym and just wanted to get out and get a run in because after the weekend of drinking I had, sober March. I, by I the needed way. to, uh, yeah, I needed to. Kind there of was stipulations clear in sober March. I, yeah, I said, I said in the beginning, I knew I was going to go to Sonoma in March, but so I'm holding to it. I haven't had a drink since. Good for you. Um, and Sonoma was great, by the way. Um, I think wine's my new thing. I love I love wine. Um, I here's what I'll say. I I'm pretty confident that I can dunk at this point. Two handed. I know you can dunk one handed. I right the one handed. So that means I really just comes down to just 
maybe a half inch more than I need to get. And I and I, I think I'm going to be able to do it. You know what we didn't I'm get... I'm fucking sp- nervous, though. I'm going to be honest. I, I would be nervous. I'm cutting it. I'm cutting it pretty close. I, we didn't get specific on this, and it would probably... I mean, obviously, since we made the bet already, like, we can't go back on it. But we didn't talk about what kind of dunk. You know what I mean? Is Two it going to be... No, I understand. But is it like, okay, you just barely got it over the rim? You know, one of those, like... Oh. D- what, if you, what if you dunk it, and then it hits off the backboard and goes in the rim? Does that classify No, I won't count dunk? that. I, I think... I I think if I rattle one home or like or back rim it, I, w- I would like to count that. But if it if it does any type of like leaving the sphere or the rim for any period of time, I'm not going to count that. Okay, so we're not talking like a, a super clean slam through the rim dunk. As long as you get a dunk to if I throw it down, I mean if it looks like a dunk, let's let's just call it a dunk. All How right. about that? That's what we should do. Or if it's suspect, we'll put it out on social media and, and people, we'll let we'll let them vote. That's fine. Because as vote. far as your votes, we we put a poll last night. Sixty eight percent of of the people That's that okay. voted. Said that you would not get it. I'm okay with that. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm surprised that there was 32 that were on my side. Actually. There was. So I feel it was funny. I feel, it was I your feel mom, your girlfriend, my your mom sister. My mom doesn't um, have Instagram, it was so she's not on two, there. Two dudes you work with. Yep. Um, yeah. So it is what it is. I know it was none of my friends because they all voted no. <laughs> so it's got to be someone in the family or someone else that that just has a belief in your boy. But I. <laughs> I, I'm pretty confident. I, I think so. Here's what we'll do. Can we, can we, cause we said last episode that we were going to be able to release a video, but it just never went down. You had to get out of the, out well, of the we gym. Keep getting, we don't get on the same team anymore and I get just fucking get frustrated. I yeah. almost got in a fire with a dude named Abdul this weekend who blatantly tripped me on a hezzy. Oh. Um, yeah, I don't fuck around like that. Like, dude, I'm the OG in that gym. I get my calls, you know? And you didn't get your call? I didn't get my call, but guess what? Abdul didn't know that I got fucking instant replay. I record everything <laughs> we do, and I made sure to show him exactly yeah. what he did. You went to the monitor. I went straight one. to the monitor straight after the game. The I'm like, yo, peep this, Abdul. Look <laughs> at your foot right here. Look at that leg extension. <laughs> that is not a natural basketball play. So we'll get footage so, We'll get footage on Saturday, hopefully. Well, Saturday's not going to work. Uh-huh. So let's do it. Well, we're going we're gonna to get a video Dude, out there. I want to keep you out of the gym, bro. I don't want you, I don't want you playing. Uh, I want to see you eat this fucking chip. I I don't I didn't I don't want to see it. Speaking of I eating, do it. speaking of eating, Drew. Uh, yeah, we have a cool event coming up. We do April eleventh. Yes. Um, I've posted it a few times on social media in case you guys like are a little uh, confused as to what we're doing. We're just having a party. Yeah, it's April a Clips 11th. and Drew party. Clips and Drew party. Uh, we're we're inviting a bunch. Hey, whoever wants to come can come. We're doing it at the Village Inn, a sponsor of our show. Um, it's a sick ass restaurant on Balboa Island in Newport. Yep. Um, it's a it's a great bar. The Clippers and Lakers are playing that night. I, I'm pretty sure it's the last game of the season. I think it is. Yeah. I think it is the last game so, of the season, which is a perfect time for us to throw a party. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're just it's going to be like a networking event. Like we got some some of the companies that fuck with us are going to be there. B-ball Junkies will be there. New Jersey Sets will be there. A lot of our friends are going to yeah. be there. Friends, friends and, and family. Friends and family will be there as well. Um, and you're all invited. Just if you need details, hit us up. We would love to meet. If you guys don't know us and you're around the neighborhood. Come, come visit. Yeah, come say what's up. We're gonna be there from probably six thirty to ten. I'll be yeah, and this is gonna be very unsober April for Drew. So if you want to have a brewski with me or have a shot or whatever, hey, I'm I'm down too. Come through. Well, of course you are. I'm just saying, have a brew with Clips and Drew. Bang. (laughs) That's what we should call it, bro. That's the name of the party. That's the name of the party. We just dubbed it right now, and we also have a cool ass thing that we got going on right now we do we just partnered with our people over at soul science soul science dude guys we have our own fucking shoe fragrance yeah man out. this is pretty crazy it's our own shoe fragrance we went to a, a, a testing mm-hmm. we had told them kind of like 
where we wanted to go with the scent. Drew wanted bacon. I was. I, said, I love. I love the smell of bacon. I mean, I, I don't know. I wanted something more. Uh, more. Uh, what's it called? Classy. Sure. I wanted <laughs> yeah. a rich mahogany musk. A mahogany uh, that, and leather-bound books. That, that's what I wanted. Yeah. For the scent of our shoe. Or the scent of our shoe fragrance. And the scent of our shoe. And the scent of our shoe. Because if you spray it in there, that's what it smells like. That's the goal. Uh, Our shoes smell like mahogany. So we got to to go and we got to do smell tests. And we found the the fragrance we really wanted. Mm -hmm. The bottle looks so dope. And guys, the name name of the fragrance is Vesuvius. Yeah. Because like Mount Vesuvius, our podcast is about to erupt. That's exactly right. uh, They took it straight from our our, uh, intro song. And I think it suits the... The podcast and it suits what we're trying to do and do it also. It just it fucking smells awesome. It smells awesome and it's just cool. So if you love the show, buy a bottle. Or if you come to the come to our event, we're gonna have bottles for yeah, you. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the design and the logo on the bottle, which we'll be posting some pictures here soon. Uh, it's just really cool, and we would love for you guys to. We're we're only doing like a hundred bottle run with them. It's gonna be very exclusive, very limited edition. Um, and the guys, I just want to say this again: the guys over at Soul Science absolutely nailed this. They did, and uh, not only our fragrance but all of their fragrances are, are phenomenal um and i don't know i i'm i'm just glad that just in general that i, I use their stuff because i have some shoes that have been around for a long time that uh, that don't smell so if you're good. a shoe head or even if you're just if you're a sneaker head or if you're just a dude that has a lot of pairs of shoes and don't like the way your shoes smell yeah you you should check them out it's a real classy brand uh what they're doing is different but nobody else is doing it I from, you know, know. And they're obviously partnering up with the dopest people around. <laughs> Clearly. Uh, so, again, April 11th, we want you guys to come. Uh, we'll be posting more details on our social media. Yep. Follow us at Clips and Drew. Follow Drew at Drew the Right Thing. Follow you me. Follow your boy at Clips555. And, yeah, we're going to be coming with episode 26 here in a couple days. 26. Hang in there. Keep it real. March Madness is upon us, people. Stay glued to the television. Go, Arizona. We're ghosts.